Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I am Maggie. I'm Wanda. And today, Wanda and Maggie are going back to school. We're going to do a deep dive into our elementary school days, middle school, and high school days and share some advice for you listeners. Um, But first, we're going to get into our quarantine update. Wanda, tell the people what you've got going on. So my update is a coffee invention that's probably been out there for a pretty long time, and I'm just hopping onto the train, but it's a protein cold brew coffee that is very similar to Starbucks's old uh, sweet cream cold brew. Um, They actually remade it, and now it's just like the sweet cream is like more of a foam rather than like a heavy liquid type of thing, so it's not as good as it once was. It's also five to six dollars, and we don't want to pay that because that's a lot of money for coffee but basically what i do is i buy either the pitcher packs of the starbucks cold brew which you just put water in it and then you put the packs in you steep it overnight and then you just add more water take the packs out very easy or you buy the concentrate which is you just add water to it one is i think the pitcher packs are cheaper because it's like a diy um it's not that much harder so you can buy it at like winners home sense in canada And then the concentrate itself, which is like a liquid form, you can buy on Amazon for $7.99. Don't buy it in stores. It's much more expensive and you have to pay taxes. And then you mix that with like a protein shake of any kind. I've been really liking the vanilla Fairlife protein shake um, or the Premier Protein protein shake. They're both very low in sugar, uh, low in fat, and high, very high in protein. And it tastes exactly like the villa sweet cream cold brew for like half the price yo i would die for the vanilla sweet cream cold brew you i wish you had it when it was when it first came out like it was the best drink that starbucks has ever come out with second to the pretty good wait what's different about it now they what they did before was they mixed everything so it was uh heavy cream vanilla syrup and I think it was like 2% milk or something or like skin milk, any kind of milk in it. And they like mix that together and they put it into like a pitcher. But what they do now is they blend it up in like a blender. So it's like very foamy and like it's not as because like the foam takes up a lot of space. Right. So you don't get as much and it's more of like a light, airy cream than it is like an actual like heavy kind of cream that like sits into your coffee. I stand by what I said. I still love the vanilla sweet cream cold brew, but I'm going to try your way now because that sounds way cheaper. Yeah, it honestly is. And like the cold brew tastes exactly the same, if not better. Because like Mm -hmm. you get to, I guess, control how long you steep it for if you get the pitcher packs and you can control like how much caffeine. I wouldn't recommend just drinking like straight concentrate, like just drinking the without adding any water to it because i feel like you'd be like off the walls uh i when i have like a lot of the cold brew i feel like i get a heart attack like my heart races so fast i have so much anxiety <laughs> but i feel like it's a good way to wake up you know like give yourself a heart attack to wake up every now and then again not great advice <laughs> we are not <laughs> nutritionists uh please do not take health advice from us <laughs> so my my first week of work like like pre-COVID, like every morning I would stop by, like get a cold brew on my way in. And like throughout the day, I was like, holy shit, like why do I have so much anxiety? Why is my heart raising so much? I'm like, wow, this must be like new job anxiety. But then I stopped drinking the cold brew because of COVID. And I was like, wait, I'm like way more calm now. Oh shit, is it the cold brew? (laughs) That's funny you say that because 
fun fact, uh, their nitro cold brew, they won't sell you a venti because the venti has more than your recommended daily dose of caffeine. So they will only sell you a grande, which is their medium. Um, but I mean, they won't stop you from buying two. So yeah, if you want to fuck up your life, go for it. So my quarantine update is if you don't remember my brother Nick from last episode, he had black hair. Recently, he has been getting tired of his hair and he like messages in our group chat or like our family group chat. And it's like, I'm going to dye my hair silver. And I'm like, okay, like Wanda dyed her hair silver before or bleached it silver before at a salon. Took like a long time. Looked great. Cool. Go for it. And then he like gets to the salon and they're like, hey, you've never bleached your hair before. It's like jet black. We cannot bleach this silver. Have you considered blue? And Nick was like, hey, like, fuck me up. Like, I'm, I'm tired of black. Let's do it. So he comes home and like without saying anything, he's like, Maggie, I'm ninja. And I was like, what do you mean you're a ninja? But I, I see now that he's referring to the Twitch streamer ninja aka the man I also very hate and his hair is like bright blue literally the same color as ninja we'll put a picture of nick and ninja here and i'm like Ugh. did not say anything took a picture sent it to our family group chat and was like look what happened and yeah that's that's the most wild thing that's been happening this week uh what did your mom say my mom's first reaction was oh my god what did you do <laughs> Like, was it like a good, oh my God, what did you do? No, because I went to see her later. And, well, no, I asked her like, hey, what did you think? And her reaction was, ugh. Her, <laughs> her face. She was like, it's his life. He's 23 years old. What can you do? Let, let him live. I'm like, okay, cool. Go for it. Yeah, it's kind of shitty for the salon as well to say that they could, I guess, get him to silver. But then when they actually, like, when he came in for it, they're like, yeah we can't do that like study we did not know I, I don't know the logistics of what he said to them on the phone but he was like pretty confident like yeah, yeah i'm gonna do it and he came home within like an hour or two yeah and i was like oh this is very fast i see this a lot on the internet where people like um hairdressers are like oh yeah i can do that for you but then when you go in they're like oh i can't actually do that or like they give you something that's like not what you want even though like there was like a mutually agreed upon I guess, contract of, like, they could do this. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, really scummy of people to do that. But on the bright side of all of this is that Maggie now looks very different from her brother, and no one Yay. will ever be able to... <laughs> no one will be like, them. oh, you guys are related? This is a shock. One of the you guys has blue hair, and one of you has black hair. <laughs> yeah, that is... You can't be related. You can't have the same mom. Or, or maybe different dads. Maybe his yeah. dad had blue hair. Is your dad a smurf? I just want to say that I am impartial. I've never said what my opinion is on the hair. Yeah, he, he won't watch this. Don't worry. Moving on to beef of the week. Bow, bow, bow. Wanda, tell the people what your beef is. My beef is... Well, my beef is my mom. <laughs> um, She's been on the phone a lot recently. Like, she works a lot kind of has like two jobs but for some reason the time when she is not working she is always on the phone whether it be talking to her twin sister or like she talks to her like an hour every single night or like if it's her friends or something she's always she's always on the phone recently and they're not like short like 10 minute conversations they're like at a minimum an hour to two hours just recently thank the lord she decided to start wearing headphones because before what she'd do is put her phone on speaker and then scream into her phone 
And I could hear her from the basement when I'm sitting upstairs. Like, that's how loud it was in our house. And, like, she'd, like, I always always tell her to, like, hey, mom, can you, like, speak a little bit more quietly? And she's like, oh, like, are you on the phone? I'm like, no, I'm just trying to get some work done. Like, I can't hear myself think when you're screaming at this decibel. That just might be, like, a parent thing. Put things on speakerphone and then yell into your phone. Yeah, I it's funny because I do the same thing, but mostly because I don't want to put my phone to my face and my phone kind of sucks on phone calls. And my mom does the exact same thing. Also, my brother, I threaten to turn off the Wi Fi a lot. So I feel your pain. Good beef. Good quality beef. Oh, baby. What is your beef of the week then? It's Nick's hair. We we got into another argument. Okay, first, we were just joking around. We're just sitting laughing, you know, trying to say what we want for lunch. And then, well, we got food poisoning. But before leading up to that, um, I was like, Nick, this is why no one likes you or your hair. And I said, JK, JK, JK. And then he said, wow, that's so mean. How could you say this to me? Like, you know, I'm sensitive about my hair. This is so mean of you. This was way over the line. And he kept going on and on. And I said, I'm sorry. I was just joking. Like, I didn't, I didn't mean it. I did. I don't like his hair. And then he said, wow, like, I'm going to bring this up for the next, like, two weeks. I can't believe you'd say this to me. Like, wow, this is so rude. Like, you just don't know, like, where to stop with joking. And this continued on. I'll put a screenshot of our of our text conversation. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's nonstop. Every week we find a new reason to fight. Yeah, I asked Maggie if she would fight the same way if it was, like, with another friend or, like, with, like, a significant other. And she's like, yeah. So it's not just because of, I guess, their brother-sister relationship. Okay. It's just who if, Nick is if, as a person. If all the stuff between me and Nick transferred to another person, I think I would still fight. Because I'm thinking of all like my past friendships. And I think we would also fight a lot. This just begs the whole question of like why you still wanted siblings. Like, I live such a peaceful life i don't have like these constant fights with like siblings and stuff that i have to deal with now that i'm older i don't fight with my parents that much either so it's like my life is just calm and i don't get angry over like family stuff like this and like i don't know how you deal with this and why you're okay with it okay how I see it is if you you're too at peace, you're gonna try to start drama somehow or you're you're gonna like seek some sort of thrill, you know? This is this is my thrill in life. I could be worse, I could be shoplifting or something. If this is my outlet, it's fine. Um, maybe uh, if anyone has any like free therapy out there for me. If you watched last episode, you can see how Maggie has like big chaotic energy uh, when she's with her family. So Yeah, I like to think I'm a very, like, calm, easy-going person. Would you say that I am? Um. Oh, okay. So, clearly, I have a warped uh, sense of of self. Uh, Clearly, I'm not as calm and at peace as I think I am. I think, like, you're passive-aggressively calm. We're going to talk about this, like, because we are going back to school. Um, Me and Maggie went to high school together, and she was – she led this club that essentially, like, raised money for like charities and stuff and there was a lot of times during this period of time when she was like leading the club where she was very passive aggressively calm and it was like you could tell that she was angry and freaking out on the inside but on the outside she was like no it's fine like don't worry about it I'll deal with it and it's like kind of scary and like 
this is why I wouldn't say Maggie is like a calm person. I think she tries to act calm and I think she thinks that she's calm, but she's not calm. Okay, this is an eye opener. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah, I'm changing my beef of the week to Wanda. Uh, I can't believe this is all coming out now on this podcast. Uh, so today's topic is surviving school. We're going back to school. We're going to talk through our elementary school days, middle school and high school. Have we changed? Have we regressed during quarantine? We'll let you decide. Okay, let's talk about elementary school first. So elementary school is from the ages of six to, okay, yeah, six to 10, I want to say. So grade one to grade five was elementary school for me. I agree with that. Some people I know had like one like big school from grade one to grade eight. I did not. I did. Oh, you did? I I mean, I moved around a lot as a kid, so I technically didn't go to the same school from mm. from elementary school to middle school. But like both the schools I went to were like K to eight. Okay. Um. So elementary school. Who were you in elementary school, Wanda? I have. Oh wait, actually, I have some clue. This is actually. Um. So I came to Canada when I was three, and then due to like my parents having to find work and everything and not having time to kind of like take care of a kid when they're like studying and interviewing everything, they sent me back to China. So I didn't come back until I was like five, five and a half-ish. And in elementary school, um, they made me take like ESL classes. So this is like grade one and like half of grade two, I would be in like ESL and I don't remember much of it and like I don't remember what we learned and I don't even know if it was that helpful but I did it I speak English now so like, well, it worked yeah I guess you could say like what is that thing like causation does not equal correlation or correlation does, correlation not, e- does not equal causation yeah that I mean you're a success story way to go <laughs> you show you showed them yeah not at all because like children pick up languages really easily at a young age definitely not because of that but yeah I was that weird ESL kid ESL kids are not weird clearly (laughs) yeah like but like you know how like bullying and everything like I didn't really have any friends very difficult Mm -hmm. to communicate with I guess other people my age like I think people were like very nice to me but it was like very fake nice because they were like trying to include me but like they would just like exclude me in every other chance they got kind of thing it got better. It got better. It's got better and then it got worse and then it got better. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I, I was. I can agree with that. It, it gets better. If you're in elementary school listening to this, just know that it gets better. Uh, it, it gets better, but then it gets worse for a long time and then it gets better again. <laughs> yeah. So if you're five to 10 listening to this, we got you. Yeah. Who are you? Who am I? This is a question I ask myself every <laughs> single day. Um, I I think I was kind of weird. Like I never really fit in with people and I think I was annoying. I remember two very distinct things. I asked a lot of questions and that I had really bad haircuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like they would try to give me cute haircuts, but I'm a very like fidgety person. So I kept getting like crooked haircuts and bowl cuts. And yeah, I looked gross. My mom would literally stick me in a tub and put a bowl on top of my head and then cut my hair. So I was the definition of having a bowl cut. Yeah, I remember like never really fitting in with people, like even people I considered friends. Like we didn't really hang out. It's hard because it was like so long ago and I feel like I blocked stuff out. Like there was some stuff later that we talk about 
um, like our memorable moments. And I was talking to my friends and they brought up milk monitors. And I was like, what the hell are milk monitors? I literally do not remember this either. And I talked to you about it. I talked to someone from Mississauga about this. I talked to Stony Creek people. Like I talked to everyone and literally everyone had milk monitors, but my school apparently. And like another school, but. Uh, can we have a definition of what you think a milk monitor is? So a milk monitor is children who distribute prepaid milk to other children. Okay. So the way that I thought about milk monitors originally was students, like older students who would go watch younger students and help them during lunch. So like if they needed to peel an orange or like peel a tangerine or something or like open their milk or something, like that's what you'd do. You'd like watch over them so you'd give like the teachers a break. My school had both. Yes. Like to me the concept is so weird. Like what? Like who who is stealing milk? Why do you need someone to monitor the milk? That's why I was very confused. But uh we had a vending machine. We also when I was in grade one and grade two, my school had a milk vending machine later on when i was in like grade three to five they got i went to a different school that didn't have the vending machine but we had milk monitors or at school yeah what you call milk monitors i guess like the school that i went to from three to five was like a brand new school um it had just opened okay wait so with milk monitors what they did for us was like at the beginning of the year or like at the beginning of like a semester or whatever i don't know what they're called in elementary school terms terms yeah at the beginning of a term you would get like your you would get sent home with a bunch of forms and your parents would like fill out if they want like white milk or chocolate milk and then like how often you want it and stuff and like you prepaid for that and then you send the form in so you when the milk monitors or what you call milk monitors come in they distribute it to you but like reflecting back on this and i was talking to maggie earlier about this like it feels very like forced and like it, there's some like social economic injustice that it caused within children because like think about it like the people who like i felt like i was forced to get milk even though it was such a ripoff it was like a dollar 25 for like the 250 milliliter carton of milk because like everyone else in my class got it and like it was like a cool thing to get distributed milk during that time but like if you didn't have money as a parent and like your child was like, oh my God, please, I need like I need the milk and everything. Like that's like a difficult decision to make. And then if you're the child not getting the milk during that time, like you felt shitty about it. You're like, oh, why don't I get milk? And you have to like make excuses, be like, oh, I don't like milk or like milk from home. Lactose intolerant. Yeah, that too. Like what about the lactose intolerant people? There was no lactose intolerant milk when we were younger. But like, why yeah. would you even have milk monitors in the first place? Like what was the point? of distributing it's milk. a weird concept yeah just milk in general like i think i had a juice box for lunch and i, I wait i don't think i drank throughout the day i think i just had one juice box at lunch maggie <laughs> the dehydrated <laughs> child like i literally do not remember drinking anything else other than like one juice box throughout the day and i'm like hmm, maybe that's why i'm so thirsty now like like literally i have like a lot of water going on um so I'm like, huh, this is weird. But I guess like it's good. Or you could just like literally give your kid like a bag of milk and be like, hey, this is your milk for the day. <laughs> this is way cheaper than a dollar twenty-five of this much milk. I like, never milk. realized how important it was to drink water until like the second year of university. Me like, too. You know, 
Like, no one told me this. Like, we never learned about this in school. Like, my parents didn't really teach me about it, that you needed to drink, like, a sufficient amount of water each day. Like, there was the whole, like, eight glasses. But, like, who really pays attention to that? And that's been debunked anyways. But I remember when I first started drinking a lot of water, I would go to the bathroom a lot more. And I was like, this is strange. Is there something wrong with me? (laughs) And when I looked back and I was like, oh, no, I was just drinking water properly for the first time in my life. Yes, it is very important to drink water. And I also found out way too late, but I think it wasn't anything like natural that I was like, I'm going to go drink some water. I think it's just like, ugh, I don't like want to pay for anything else. And like everything else like tastes kind of gross in my mouth. I used to drink a lot of Diet Cokes and then I would get nosebleeds from it. Oh my God. And I was like, I wonder why I keep getting nosebleeds. Me on my third Diet Coke of the day. <laughs> Oh my god, that is such a fun fact to learn about you. <laughs> um, yeah, like sometimes I will still drink like a Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi here and there. But if you see me going for more than one, maybe like tell me to stop. Also, fun fact, elementary school, I used to get a lot of nosebleeds. I'm just remembering this now. Like a lot. <laughs> like I don't think like I should have gone to see a doctor. <laughs> I like how we're like slowly opening this vault of hidden memories inside Maggie's head about who she was in elementary school. It's like things that I blocked away that I'm like, oh, wait, I remember like very distinctively leaning over sinks all the time during class because I kept getting nosebleeds. <laughs> Did your like teachers ever tell you to like tilt your head back when like people get nosebleeds and everything? Like, no, they told me to lean over the sink. Okay, we, we were just given very bad advice. I actually never have gotten a nosebleed before. And I used to be jealous of the kids who got nosebleeds because I was like, is this normal? Because everyone got one like in during the school year. And I was like, why don't I get them? Like, am I weird? But apparently... I'm going to no. say now, no, <laughs> you're normal. <laughs> yeah. Why did all the kids in my elementary school get so many nosebleeds? <laughs> I was the only one who kept getting nosebleeds. And also, like, I have really bad allergies, like, every September or something. So I'd be that weird person, like, carrying around a tissue box. Not, like, leaving it at my desk, like, carrying it around with me. You still do that. You did that in high school. I did that in university, too. Like, in my backpack, I had a tissue box ready to go. I did that. I started doing that in university, too, because I got... When you're around a lot of people, you get sick a lot. Yeah. Like, it's a cesspool. Like, kids are gross. Kids of all ages. People are gross. Sorry. Not even kids. People are gross. Yeah. Um, And you're going to get sick. So, tissue box is always convenient. Elementary school, I remember being, like, a huge teacher's pet, too. Like, I remember I tried so hard to get all the teachers to like me. People did call me out on it, too. It was, like, pretty rough. Um... But yeah, I just like wanted to be like so bad and I always wanted to participate. Um, I don't know why. I just mm, carried over to now. People pleasing. Mm-hmm. Messed up. Middle child syndrome. Middle child syndrome is right. You were not a teacher's pet? I was not. I was not very good at school. Um, I got like deep minuses and C's all through like elementary school and middle school. You get grades in elementary school? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in kindergarten, I did really well. And then, like, in grade one, I did well. And then, like, slowly I got, I did a lot worse. I was not a good student. Remember this. I remember I got a C for the first time in grade two math. Because I was put, oh, my God, remember split classes? Yeah. So how they worked was, like, if you were a good kid, and I guess they didn't have enough staff to go around, they would put, like, two grades in the same class. So I was put in a grade one, two class. I was the grade two. Um, and my mom hated it. She was like, no, like, you're not going to get enough attention. Like, this is not good for you. Um, and I was like, no, no, this is great. This is fine. 
and I got like a C in math and my mom was crying. She was so upset. She went to go see the teacher and um, the teacher was like, yeah, like she makes up a lot of excuses a lot for why her math homework isn't here. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, that that's right. I usually go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. And then since then I became like a huge teacher's pet and I'm like, okay, grades matter. Gotta get an A. I, we had split classes too, but it was not because you were a good kid. You were just un, like one teacher would just have both like a grade one or grade, grade two and grade three or like grade one and grade two class. But like those were terrible. Like we had those because we didn't have enough teachers. Mm-hmm. But like if you were in a split class and you were in the younger grade, like great because you got like exposed to like the next level of like whatever you were learning, right? But if yeah. you're in a grade two in a grade one with like grade ones, you kind of like you don't progress as well as like yeah. the other grade twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty like they they try to market it as like, oh, your kid is like so independent, like like self sufficient. We don't need to watch it as much. It's going to be fine in a split class. But really, I don't I don't think you're great. I um, it was just a way for the government to cut money for one hundred percent and everything, and we kind of suffered because of it. The classes were huge. Like, it's obviously going to be so chaotic. Like, kudos mm-hmm. to all the teachers who could control us back then. Because it was it was rough. Um, but I do have fond memories of some of my split classes. Like, in elementary school, I was always... So, aside from the two, one, I was put in grades four or five, I think. And then I... Yeah, you're right. I always, like, did the grade five stuff. And then they put me in grade six stuff. Because they were like, oh, you are advanced. To me, it wasn't advanced because to my mom, I was like, oh, you're kind of dumb. Like, this is like other Vietnamese kids, like, know way more than you. So to me, I was like, oh, everyone else is like maybe dumber than me. I was told to like study the multiplication tables by my parents. Like, I would, they would force me to like memorize like at least up to nine. Um, me too my brother did that to me Hugh doing something fun or like I'd be helping them cook or something and they'd be like okay what's nine times nine what's five times nine what's like six times nine or something and like or I'd have to recite it back to them oh my god Hugh was the worst at this like he would he would like yell at me like I would cry like anytime we did math homework together I would cry because he was like horrible to me and to him he was like this is how I tutor like this is me teaching you're just stupid but to me, it was like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing in the world. Like, I'm convinced I don't actually know how to do math. I think I just memorized it because multipl- <laughs> multiplication times tables, I can, like, repeat it out quickly. Like, mad minutes, it's where you have, like, 60 questions and you have to complete it in a minute. I'm like, yeah, I can do this easily. I'm convinced it's because I haven't memorized. It's in my head. This brain space here. I can't believe he became a tutor. Like, he was like, yeah, I was so good at tutoring my younger <laughs> siblings. They cried. But this is the path I want to go. Yeah, I think it's just family. Tutoring family is always going to be tricky. I, I like to think he's nicer to his students than he was to me. I but also sure I was probably so. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I was also like a bad student too. I just did not want to listen. Yeah. Anytime he had to explain math stuff to me, he was like, okay, let me put this in your terms. Nick Jonas has three buses. <laughs> wow, you're very, you're into pop culture like very early, weren't you? <laughs> And I'm like, ah, yes, I get it. <laughs> I, my parents taught me like, or like, I would ask them for help with math and stuff, but I ended up stopping because like, every single time they get so fed up with like, teaching me math. Like, so I, there was one time where I asked my dad how to like do something. And like, he got mad at me because the way that I wrote my fours wasn't clear. And then he thought it was another <laughs> number or something. And then he had to like, 
he made me write like a hundred times how to write a four properly <laughs> because he was like, this is not how you write a four. The rebellious side of me was like, no, I'm not going to write it this way. I'm going to write it my way, even though he made me write it a hundred times. That is very picky. Yeah. This reminds me of like, do you remember cursive in like grade three or whatever? Oh yeah, that useless skill. Yeah. They were like, you need to like, people would always be like, why would I need to learn this? And they're like, you're going to need to learn this. Like everything in the world is going to be cursive when you grow up. And then they scrapped it a year later. Yeah, waste my time, 20 whatever, 2000 and something. For us, how we learned it was like we traced over letters and that was like our homework. So you're basically saying elementary school is a waste of my time. It was just free babysitting. I learned cursive for nothing. Multiplication times tables. I don't need this at all in life. Why do I have this memorized? Yeah, honestly, the direct multiplication timetables didn't really, don't really help much. Like that, I, like I've not once been like, oh yeah, like I'm so happy I know what four times nine is. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna stop you right there, but that's not the right answer. Um, in my meetings, two times four. Okay, <laughs> we gotta listen to this. Yeah, no, no one's gonna take me seriously. Yeah, I remember even like showing homework or projects to my mom or whoever like they were like oh this is like horrible like why would you do this and I would be forced to stay up to redo it until they were okay with it that wasn't helpful like I like people are like or parents are always like oh you look back on this and be like oh I'm so glad that my parents made me do this and everything I'm like am I glad my dad made me write four a hundred times no I'm not am I glad I like remember the multiplication tables like no (laughs) but will I make my kid do it maybe well, that's the tricky part. I, I like every day. I feel like I'm turning more into my mom, and mm-hmm. it terrifies me. Yeah, so I'm like, am I too. gonna be like this too to my kids? I was yelling at Nick outside the other day, not the other day, a while ago, and my neighbor was like, "Holy shit, Maggie, is that you? I thought you were your mom." Like, oh my god, <laughs> I sound like my mother. This is not good. <laughs> Which is like not bad because your mom's like very attractive. So like, not the worst thing to be compared to sound sound like my mother <laughs> well i don't know i don't remember <laughs> anyone complimenting your mom's voice but i'm sure it's lovely uh okay <laughs> sure my mom has like kind of an accent too not a <laughs> thick one so i'm always like huh, do i have an accent when i speak maybe when you yell my I have a fake Vietnamese accent that comes out. <laughs> so oh my god, <laughs> how this bad culture appropriation. <laughs> how bad would that be? Oh my lord. So like I guess going back to elementary school, were you ever forced to go outside when it was like freezing cold? Yes, I hated it. I think they have like two recesses a day, right? Or whatever breaks. I was okay with it normally. Like I would happily go outside and take walks, whatever. But like during the winter, it's like freezing cold up here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And in the past, too, it's pretty cold. Like, yeah, you have coats and snow pants. But like, who wants to be outside in like negative 10 degrees with like, like high wind chill? No one. Like, that's why I take the bus to school. Like, what do you think, people? And yeah. if the teachers also aren't all outside, because like one or two of them has to be monitoring, everyone else is happily inside. Why are you going to force the kids to go outside? Like, I get it. You want your break. But. I don't want to die. So for us, it's like, if it wasn't negative 15, not accounting for wind chill, like the weather had to be negative 15, we were, we had to go outside. Like, it didn't matter if it was negative 14, we were still outside. That's stupid. And it didn't matter if the wind chill made it negative 30, still outside. And like, 
I guess some kids like really enjoyed being outside and stuff but like me I hated it I still don't like the cold that much so I'd hide in the bathroom but then a teacher came in one time and then the teacher was like what are you doing here I'm like I'm going to the bathroom she's like you've been in here for like 20 minutes I'm like yeah it's called stomach uh, issues I like I, I don't understand like you get in trouble for trying to stay inside but like your natural response is trying to stay warm like I was freezing my fingers off yeah, that, that's such a weird concept to me that, like, no, I, I feel like no kid is going to say no to going outside, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I tried. Like, it's like, you don't have, like, we didn't have electronics back in the day. Like, there was nothing you could have done inside. Yeah. So the fact that a bunch of kids were like, no, I'm going to hide inside. Like, hmm, maybe there is a flaw here. There is a flaw in this system. Yeah. Um, but I got so many talkings too because I was like notoriously known for hiding inside when it was cold at school systems. If it's cold outside, let the kids stay inside. Yeah. Or let the kids that want to stay inside, stay inside. Cause like yeah. there are kids who like to play outside in the cold. Yeah. Well, to those kids today, how are you doing? Are you alive? They're the same people who wear shorts in the winter. Ah, we get it. You're a man. You have a big penis. <laughs> Good for you. But when it was, I guess, nicer out, like in my elementary school, like this was like maybe like grade three to five, we would, we had like these squares on like the playground and stuff. And we would always play like uh, four square, like where you'd bounce the ball and then you have to catch it and like bounce it to someone else. But if you don't catch it, then you're out. We, we played that in middle school. In elementary school, we did not have anything like that. Or if we did, I was not included. We, <laughs> I think for us, like we sp- like we specifically had those drawn out. But then when I went to a different like middle school, they like didn't have that or something. Yeah, or I didn't have friends. I don't know. What are they? <laughs> it was like we got very aggressive with Foursquare because um, originally you're just supposed to like tap the ball and then like if they don't catch it, like you're supposed to hit like obscure corners and their thing so they don't catch it. Right, kind of like playing tennis, I guess. But um, what we would do with it is, like, we would literally slam the ball into their, like, quadrant. And then we had to go, like, multiple feet back to, like, catch it, the thing that was, like, propelling through the air. And if you don't catch it, then, like, you're out and stuff. And that's, like, how we ended up playing it rather than, like, throwing it at each other. I think we got a band eventually. Unrelated, I'm sure. Uh that did not happen to us. We did play Foursquare more in middle school, I think, was when we got into it. Yeah, middle school was, like, very, like, high on puberty for me. Because, yeah. like, any time, like, someone saved me from getting out, I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love with them. But, like, every day I basically had a new crush. Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, being way more physically active in middle school. Also, wait, was gym class a huge thing for you, too? Like, you hated gym class? Yeah, I – in high school is when I first – I got my first ever A – in gym oh, that was my first b in gym that was the highest in gym. Ever. it was so <laughs> gym was so easy all you had to do was do the thing like that's all she marked you for i either got a 78 or an 82 i, I got like 92 remember. in gym what the hell? So i don't funny. understand were we in the same gym class i'm pretty yes. sure we were yeah <laughs> all you had that's to do so funny was Okay. Show well, up. Basically, you just have yeah, to show up. All you have to do is show up and then, like, pretend that you're, like, playing or, like, be a sort of engaged in the, like, sport that we were playing that yeah, way. Yeah. You, you didn't actually have to play. You just had to look like you wanted to play. Yeah. 
Oh and I God. think maybe that's the secret to elementary school and middle school gym class. Because if you were cool, if you were good at gym class and you like you really wanted to play, you were the cool one. You yeah. Know what I mean? And I was always like the nerd because I was always like, nope, don't don't want to play. Please don't pass me the ball. I cried when someone passed me the ball and I threw it the wrong way. <laughs> because they were like, what the hell? And I was like crying in tears. Like, I'm so sorry. For us, we were marked on how well we would do the sport. So, like, if we played hockey, we had, like, a bunch of hockey guys in, like, our city and, like, at our school and everything. So, like, obviously, they would do really well, right? So, if you didn't play the sport well, then you were marked down for it. Like, I think I perpetually got, like, B pluses and Bs in gym. Wow. In school. Because, like, I didn't do – I couldn't do the sport well. Like, I don't – like, I don't know how to do these tricks in hockey and everything or, yeah. like – um, I don't have an arm to be able to throw like dodgeballs and like whip it at people. Soccer was the worst because I don't know when, but people found out about slide tackles. Um, <laughs> and I feel like you shouldn't do that to other people who don't play soccer. Um, so I was m- most of the time physically injured in gym class. Speaking of school. things to ban or like things that got banned in my middle school was Red Rover. Um, What's so Red Rover? for those who have never played it, what you do is like you hold hands with um, with two people beside you unless you're at the end and there's two different teams. Right. And then what you would do is like say like one side would say like Red Rover, Red Rover, send someone over. And what they would do is someone would come running at like your chain, like where like you're holding hands with someone else. And like oh. it's kind of like a like. Uh, break the chain kind of thing yeah exactly so the point was it's like to see if they ran through then like you had to send someone over to their chain but then if if like they couldn't break your chain which someone didn't and then that's why the game got banned they would have to join your side so what ended up happening was this guy ran full speed at like at like me and this other person and then he got clocked so hard that he flipped and then landed on his back he walked it off as like a middle schooler would because you're young and your bones are fine but after that the game got banned and we were never allowed to play it again wait this happened to me in elementary school like we played a game called nail the nerd in gym class and it's basically three teams two are on each side one person has to run through and the two people, the two teams just have to keep throwing balls at the one person running through. Like, I don't know what, how you would win because, like, you can't dodge all those balls. There's literally two, like, ten kids on each side throwing balls at you and one person running through trying to not get hit. So, obviously, I tripped and fell on a ball, face planted on the gym floor. I got nosebleed, not one, but two nosebleeds. <laughs> both, both nostrils were bleeding. My tooth was dented. My lip was swollen my eye was like kind of shut like it was very bad there was a lot of blood and we still continued playing like it was nothing they didn't even call my parents i don't i don't understand (laughs) where you just came home with like a messed up face and they're like what happened did your mom not like raise hell no she was like well this happens but to be fair like i got injured a lot in gym class so and yet you still did not get an a this is an injustice. Yeah, this this is an injustice. I have a bone to pick. Oh, and speaking of injustices, did you ever play Heads Up Seven Up? Yes. Um, 
for those who never played it, you basically have like a team of seven people and everyone else in the class puts their heads down. And then that team of seven people would like tap on you to and then like when they tap on you you put your hand up the teacher says like heads up and then if your hand is up and you were tapped you have to try to guess who tapped you and if you guess it right then you switch places with that person but then if you guess it wrong then like the person like then like nothing happens and the game continues but like if you were popular you would get tapped on like very often because like your friends would always choose you to tap on but if you weren't like it was like an honor and a privilege to be able to like make that like row of like seven people and like once again just enforcing how like the bourgeois class just keep getting richer and the others just keep getting poorer to that point too i i remember looking back now like the poorly behaved kids like the teachers still love them Mm -hmm. like if you were a good kid you were basically pushed aside yeah um, and you were like, oh, you're like a good kid. Like, we don't have to worry about you. But all like the bad kids, like they kind of got more attention. And if they were kind of funny and if they did like the bare minimum of work, they would usually get a higher mark than me. And that would kind of piss me off because I was like, hey, like I just stayed up all night with my mom doing this. She made me redo this. How come your thing got like way more applause than me? They'd also be like kind of like the class clowns too, right? They would always like cause like disruption in class and stuff. And the teacher would be like, stop it or whatever like they but they would never really get disciplined like they like nothing ever my god i have the funniest story for this (laughs) okay and it's also like one of my most embarrassing moments so in grade three we were having like the sit down thing like the class sits on the carpet she reads a book about bullying and then for some reason like i just like really had to sneeze so i sneezed but i also farted at the same time and it was (laughs) very very loud and then this kid turns around. He's like the class clown and he's like the popular one. And then he turns around, points at me, he's like, who cut the stinky cheese? Maggie did. So then I ran to the bathroom crying and I'm like sobbing in tears. And then the secretary had to come like get me to come back to class. And then they had the boys like standing outside the bathroom. And he was like, okay, sorry, Maggie, for saying that. And I said, no, I'm not accepting your apology. What the hell? And then he went back to class crying and then everyone gathered around him. It's like, oh my God, like Maggie's just mean. Like she should have accepted your apology. I can't believe like she would do that. And people got mad at me. And I was like, hey, what is this? <laughs> um, and yeah, that, that's my life of how I became the big stinky cheese. That's the origins of your nickname that we all call you. <laughs> this is the origin of my supervillain story. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's probably better than other supervillain stories that we've heard. <laughs> That one kid has also ruined my life throughout middle school and elementary school. And we almost went to the same high school, and I am so glad we didn't. Drop now he's name. trying to be a SoundCloud rapper. So, oh, okay. No. So, oh, guess who prevailed? <laughs> uh, which I try to block out a lot of those memories because it was probably the worst time of like worst years of school. And if it wasn't your worst year of school, you're probably the reason that someone had the worst year of school what about you i think it got better like throughout elementary school sucked middle school was okay i think like i kind of fit in a little bit more Mm -hmm. um but i think i was also like you know like you're going through a lot of teen angst like girls go through puberty a little bit sooner so i think i was like kind of messed i think i was really mean too like i i thought that i was better than a lot of people where i'm like oh like grades matter like yeah i'm like way smarter than you look at all the a's i get and you know, like that stupid thing where teachers will like choose like the best work and like showcase it to the Ugh. class. And that was always me. 
And I was like, yeah, this is great. But now looking back, I'm like, this just gave people a reason to like resent you. Like, why yeah. would you compare kids like that? That's awful. Because I would get compared at home all the time to other people and I hated it. So the fact that like going to school and I was like getting compared too, and I was like, yes, finally, someone likes me. Um, so that's a little bit messed up. Um, but I did have like a couple of like really good friends. Shout out to Sally and Gabby. Yeah, like I, I think it was a tough time. Like you're still trying to figure out like, a lot of things mostly like you're not really friends with these people i guess mm-hmm. um you just kind of laugh at things like you know they're kind of wrong like in storybooks like movies tv shows they're wrong but then you go through them at school and you're like oh there's a gray line here do i laugh like my friends are laughing i guess i should laugh too mm-hmm. um and i feel like I, I yeah i was like an overall shitty person like you know hormones are high i messed up teen angst remember i I was shitty you either had a bad time in middle school or you're the reason why someone had a bad time in middle school you were the reason reason. yeah i think it was a mix like like it wasn't great in middle school but like i think i could have made it better for other people like i think i was kind of a shitty person um there was this one girl who was new she was like a little bit weirder than like your average person and and she was like very clingy and my weird pet peeve is like if someone is very clingy to me like I freak out a little bit and this happens like a lot in my life especially in middle school too there were two very distinct people who I remember who were very clingy to me and like I freak out and then I kind of I think I kind of bully them a little bit because of it like I purposely will try to leave them out and that's like kind of messed up of me and like I need I'm glad that I'm reflecting on this now but I'm like damn like why did I do that and yeah like people would go along with it too and I'm like I like maybe I wasn't the one to start it, but maybe I shouldn't have done it either. And this is just like, if I go to hell, this is probably why this will be one of the reasons. Yeah. So it just goes to show like not everyone is perfect. You're yeah. a bully. Oh my God. That's so funny. Cause I never would have like, I guess, pictured you as this person. Right. Cause like your experience is the exact opposite experience that I had in middle school. Like you were the people who like tormented me like in almost a very similar way but I wasn't cool like I wasn't considered cool but I just was an asshole to people like even the cool kids who would try to talk to me I was like no you're stupid why would I want to talk to you but um, then like were you the cooler kid no I wasn't <laughs> um we will have Sally on this because she can attest that we were not cool kids I think I was just an asshole um and messed up but yeah to clarify I was equally mean to everyone but those two people in particular, I was like, I think like they got like on my nerves. Like if you if you follow me like 24 seven and you're around me all the time, I think I'm I'm going to crack. Yeah, I'm not victim blaming them at all. <laughs> this was my fault. Honestly, if yeah, every time I like profess my love for Maggie, she'd be like, oh, we're moving too fast. I can't believe <laughs> like I, I don't know why you're doing this. But then every single time I say like anything where it's like remotely like offensive to her or something to indicate that I'm not clinging on to her she's like what about me why don't you ever think about me I am an overall very hard person to please (laughs) um there will be no pleasing me I don't know what's wrong with me again if you're a psychologist reach out to me now we know what kind of person you were in middle school uh, messed up like who I was in middle school was I was the shy kid uh, I was made fun of for having boobs um, before everyone else like I was I guess I, hit I remember puberty this case sooner than That's a lot so of people weird. then 
um and then they would like make like weird comments about how my boobs would stick out and like shirts and stuff and I was like this is a very like reflecting back now it's like this is a very weird thing to make fun of kids about like you can't control this um this is also a good thing now um I'm not saying it's karma but like 90% of them are flat now so (laughs) and they never really develop boobs which sorry I feel bad about it but you did make fun of me for it so shame on you yeah they they got their thing yeah I remember not me I I don't think me but people would like comment when girls started getting boobs Mm -hmm. they would call them milk jugs or like or something like that and I'm like wait a minute we're 10 years old this is weird to comment on or like the sagginess where it's like there was like the song where it's like you can tie it in a knot, you can tie it in a bow, your boobs hang low or whatever. so weird. But that being said, let's move on to high school. Who were you in high school? I was still struggling to find out who I was, I think. I think like the the rays of confidence like came in and out a lot. Um, but then like I noticed something like I... I was a lot more quiet than I thought it was. Maybe that's just my own self-perception of me. But I was like, oh, shit. Like, I did I peak in grade 8? Like, was was I, like, way better? Like, was I smarter in grade 8 or something? Because, like, grade 9 to grade 12, I was like, oh, I'm, like, a very, like, quiet person. Like, I, I don't talk that as much as I thought I did. Did you too? Like, wait, what, wait, describe how you saw me in high school, actually. Because this um, is where we met. You were probably the most talkative person out of the group that we hung out with um I would say that you talked a lot I would say you got along with teachers I would say you like um like I was always here about you because like we met in grade nine but we weren't really friends until later so I would always hear about Maggie and like things that Maggie did or like so what's wrong with me my self-perception is so (laughs) weird I was like yeah I'm super quiet right (laughs) you no you're not like I would say you were probably the most outspoken um person in that group my god I did not think I was outspoken at all like there are so many times I'm looking back I'm like why didn't I call this person out like why was I so shy and quiet about this so this is hilarious to me that I am not quiet or shy calling someone out is like different yeah okay that's different but like, yeah, I would not, I would not for one say, like you ran to be like the head of a club in like grade 12. So I don't know why you would think that you were more shy and quiet. I think maybe because like, it was like a new environment. Like we were all, I wasn't mm-hmm. used to being around like completely new people. I was used to being around people like I grew up with. Um, So I was like struggling to find my voice. I think like, I didn't know who I was because I felt like I was putting on like a different personality around like certain groups of people. Um, mm-hmm. So, so that was kind of weird to me, but I also like our high school, I know we talked about it before, but it was like a lot more diverse than the yeah. kids we grew up with. And like, that was so happy because I always used to joke about like, yeah, applications for Asian friends. Like I want more Asian friends. Um, and like high school was like, great. Like this is where we, we met everyone. But maybe like we were, I think most of us were only friends because we were Asian and we went through the similar problem where our elementary schools had no diversity. So as soon as we found like other Asian people, we clumped together. I didn't actually start hanging out with you guys until like grade 10. I was, I had a different friend group in grade nine. Um, We were, we were friends, but we weren't like super close. Yeah. We had a weird period where we didn't talk and we had like different friend groups. Yeah. 
I had like a different friend in each or like I was close to a different person in each year of high school. A lot of the stuffs that we mostly just joked around. Like we still don't talk about like a lot of serious stuff, but like it was What more. do you mean? What is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like we still like back in the day we like joked around a lot more and stuff. Yeah. But apparently is- we still were close enough because and I didn't I don't have this memory, but Maggie does. Um, you came over to my house a lot. <laughs> I have pictures on, on Facebook. I can send it to you. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> blocked out like a lot of grade nine. Cause what like I guess like when I first started grade nine, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try my best to like make friends, right? Because like all through elementary school, middle school, I didn't really have like a tight group of friends or like friends that I really like meshed well with. So and I was like, I'm going to be popular. I'm going to be popular in high school. Um, didn't really work out that way. But um, that's so in- funny because I saw you as like kind of popular. Nice. So like grade nine <laughs> me was kind of successful. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think with like grade nine with high school, like I found more of who I was. Um, like I was, I became like a lot less of a shy kid. It's funny because like in high school, like I thought you were like so cool. Like you were... You clearly, like, to me, it never seemed like you were trying to fit in. I was like, oh, my God, she knows exactly who she is. Like, she is so cool. She has, like, she's friends with, like, everyone. Like, everyone seems to know her. I thought your name was Cynthia for the longest time. Um, And we had French class together, too. And everyone just, like, knew you and was talking to you. And I was like, what the hell? Did they all go to the same school? I don't know anyone here. Um, And, yeah, that was kind of funny. And because, like, again, like, we were, we hung out with, like, Asians, like, people would always say like, oh, I can't tell the Asians apart. Yeah. But they know who Wanda was because they also said Wanda was the tall one with boobs. Um, and that was your big differentiator. <laughs> Not yeah. great again, but like, <laughs> that's how people knew you. That's terrible. That's well, terrible, like- but but like, they were like, I can't tell the Asians apart, but I know who Wanda is and I like her. Oh, I, I guess... Oh, like I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, don't, also, uh. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. Like a lot of emotions coursing through <laughs> me because no one ever told me this, <laughs> or someone did, I and I just blocked it. Knew out. because wait, no one told you. That? Um, either someone did, and I, I never like I just forgot about it because it was so weird, or no one told me about it. Oh, Wanda, what were your memorable moments from high school? So I don't actually remember this moment, but Maggie says this happened in high school and not my middle school. But I was voted best hair, um, and I really loved my hair. So that was, like, a very, I guess, good moment for me. And, like, apparently Maggie says that she was voted best smile at the same time. I mean, apparently. <laughs> I don't I know. Literally There's no have proof. This. There's no proof. I literally have proof. <laughs> picture here. There, there will be pictures of the two of us here. Oh, God. Is it a good picture of me? Yeah, I think it was. Okay. But then. also... Remember that you had side bangs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, good is uh, up for debate. Yeah. Remember when side bangs were a hairstyle? Anyways. But yeah, that's why I'm saying it was grade nine because I don't remember having superlatives in middle school. We had superlatives in high school, though. I feel like we might have had it in middle school as well. I might have been voted best hair twice. So that is no, even better for my self-confidence. Know. Reaffirmation. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing I got was most likely to be a fascist dictator. So. Mm. Yeah, also fair. If you knew her in grade 12 when she was running the club, very, very fair. I like <laughs> to think I have grown, but then nothing changed in university, which we will say for another time. Um, 
But yeah, I guess that old habits die hard. I don't know. Would you say I changed a lot since high school? No. What? I don't. I've <laughs> the exact same since high school. I. What do you think has changed kind of since high school? I think I'm way cooler now. Um, I think your sense of humor got better. And I think you joke about like funnier stuff now. Like, um, but I think you're still like the same. Your personality is mostly the same. Like you're still the same outgoing, like driven person, fascist dictator of a leader. So am I prettier? Yeah, I would. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, because I had to ask now, I think it's no. We weren't asking about like how you looked. You're asking about like personality. A shitty personality in high school. So this is like a I this is a rude so. wake up call. This episode is just <laughs> called Maggie bashing. High school. I think you were bigger. You were a bigger people pleaser back then. Like you're you call people out a lot more, and you don't you like you say no better now than you did back then. You ended up doing a lot of things yourself because of it, rather than like ha- like relying on other people to. This is why uh, whenever someone does anything remotely nice for me, then I fall in love with them. Um, but yeah, I think you you changed a lot too. I think you were pretty wild in high school. Not wild, but I think you were like, I don't know, like teenager-y, which is fair, I think, because high school. But I think you're, you're like more, more quiet now. Not by a, yeah, I think you're quieter now. I think That's you funny. like take the time to reflect more. Um, I was very touchy in high school. I really, which is like the exact opposite person I am now. I used to give like, I I don't know. Like I used to like hug a lot of people. Um, You have never hugged me once in your life. Okay, wait. I (laughs) hugged a lot of people from behind because they were shorter than me. I am shorter than you. You're not that much shorter than me. I'm talking about like five foot, like two shorter than me. I was scared of you, I think. Like I thought, because you were kind of like the leader, I guess, of like the Asian group. Like a lot of people did what you, like what you did or like followed what you did in a way. So like, I was very scared to not impress you. I remember someone had told me this too. Oh, nice. I think it was really big in grade nine mm-hmm. because like everyone like didn't know each other but I was like the common yeah. person for everyone and Sally was saying to me Sally was like one of my best friends growing up and to, still is to this day our mutual friend um and she was like yeah like you got up to go to the garbage and like everyone followed you to go to the garbage can and that was like super messed up and I was yeah. like oh I did not notice this I guess I just have like cult leader traits this like that's actually like I would even say grade nine too. I would even say like grade twelve. Like I'd always want to um like go to Sunnyside with you, which was like a breakfast place, or um or like skip class to like play president with you. Although that might have been for myself. I feel like that was more for you than <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe just the going to Sunnyside. Like I always wanted to be in that in group of like the friends that you took to Sunnyside. And, like, I would be, like, so sad if when you went, like, without me. But to be fair, though, like, that friend group and, like, what the bad student thing, like, amplified in grade 12. Yeah. Like, there Senior are people itis. in that friend group today we're not even friends with. Um, so I think it's just, like, the whole senioritis thing. Like, you get, like, rose-colored glasses. You start to be nicer to everyone. Mm-hmm. Things get better. There's some people that I hung out with because of – they hung out with, like, you guys. Like, they weren't necessarily because – 
I liked hanging out with them and it would be very awkward if I hung out with them one-on-one, but I did it because it was like a group setting and like they were friends with like other people in the group and I wouldn't want to be like, oh no, you can't invite that person. Yeah. I would very rarely hang out with like the only people I would hang out with one-on-one was like you, Sally, and like a couple other people from that group. There were like maybe 10 people in that group. Yeah. And I did not hang out one-on-one with any of them. Yeah. Because it was just like, it was not. It was weird. Yeah, it was. And, like, I don't even, like, now thinking back, like, I don't even know how they became part of the group anyways. Yeah, see, that's why my whole thing is, like, grade 12, like, random shit happens. You you just become nicer to people. I also really like skipping class. Like, so <laughs> our school would call every time you skipped a class. And so, like, every time I'd go home, every single day on my answering machine, it'd be, like, your child, Wanda, skipped first like uh first class of the day or whatever i don't know and then be like or like some days it'd be like skip class one two three four five yeah <laughs> be like why did you even go to school yeah <laughs> what yeah, was the yeah. point of this i don't know sometimes i just went to school to hang out with people rather than like wanting to go to class yeah we know? should clarify we skipped class because we knew what we were doing like we we did not yeah. let our grades yeah that, that's the key thing here we still got into universities we still did great honor roll students um please do not skip if you are if your grades are bad so from high school i i don't know about you but i would say like a lot of lifelong friendships came out of high school my best friends now are friends i made from high school oh you have more you have more than one best friend other than me you literally just said that sally is your lifelong best friend so uh, if you go back in time and you met me when we were 10, then you would also be in this category. Uh, so I can never be in this category. This is like <laughs> when DW and Arthur was like, um, I'll never be his age. He'll always be older than me. You know, like I, I would never be able to go back in time to be your friend in grade 10. Also, you might have bullied me when you were 10. No, I doubt it. We would probably would have been friends. <laughs> I like to think we would have been friends. You know what? I am taking you, uh, like, I'm not saying best friends anymore. It's just going to be the friends oh that I hang God. out. The friends that Fine. I hang out with most are the friends uh, that. I, I'm going to get demoted, aren't I? <laughs> yes. Are the <laughs> friends that I made in high school. Like, we still very often, like, meet up and stuff. We chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Would you say, would you go to a high school reunion? Yes. I would go to a high school reunion. I think there's a few people in high school I definitely want to see again that I haven't like seen for a long time just to see like how they're doing and everything. Um, maybe if I'm successful, I'll go. But if I'm not, then maybe I'll skip out. What about I you? I have this weird thing where it's like, keep moving forward. So like, if I didn't see you or talk to you, probably, probably not going to talk to you again. So I'm wow. just going to keep moving forward. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's in the past. Like, why do I want to go into the past and be like, huh? remember these days which is what we're doing now actually yeah Mm -hmm. and you're learning a lot about yourself uh okay so maybe i would go to a high school reunion maybe this would be beneficial if i go you're going like you know right yeah okay yeah large majority of our high school graduating class still hang out together weird because like i kind of judge them for hanging out but then i'm like wait a minute i'm them (laughs) i don't know why you would judge them like friends can come from all walks of life 
Yeah, it means like, oh, like you didn't make any other friends, huh? You suck. You hang out with also us me. more yeah. than you hang out with all of your other friends. <laughs> I literally talk to true. you every single this is, day. This is true. As you can tell, I have a warped self-perception. <laughs> like, especially in 20 years. Like, we haven't even been out of high school for that long. We've only been out of high school for, like, seven years. So, like, think about how different life is going to be in 13 years from now. After all this reflecting, what do you think was your favorite period of school and why? Uh, high school, 100% high school. I think that was when I found like a solid group of friends. Um, I had a better idea of who I was. I was less of a psychopath. Um, there were things that I like etiquette that I knew what to say and what to not say specifically grade 12. Not that I would ever go back, but I think it was like a solid thing. It happened. It was, it was cool. It's great. Yeah. How about you? Definitely high school. Definitely grade 12 was when I probably like found who I was, found a good group of friends like Maggie mentioned, um, stopped getting bullied, got voted best hair. Uh, what was the worst for you? 100% middle school, uh, hormones, puberty. Um, I had an emo phase during middle school as well around grade 7-ish. So I like really was into like teasing my hair and <laughs> like those like Honestly, who didn't have an emo phase, really? Me? Except Maggie. But, like, and who Sally? Else? Yeah. But I was, like, I the whole dark eyeliner thing, and I was, like, the whole emo scene, stars and everything. Like, I was obsessed with them. Like, if you guys remember, like, Alex Evans, I think was his name. Super big on the scene, boys scene. But, I have no idea who this is. Okay. Well, you'll know him if you had a scene phase. But, um... Yeah, so kind of like very weird. Didn't know who I was. Couldn't find myself. Didn't really have like a good group of friends and everything. Uh, lots of bullying happened. Boobs. Um, this whole bunch of issues. What about you? Uh, I would say elementary school was the worst for me because I never really fit. Like I had friends, but I never really fit in with them, I don't think. Um, and I think like I had more issues like I think people sucked more middle school like at least it was a little bit better and I was more happy a lot of bullying through my life Jesus Christ yeah, people geez kids are I mean like it's it's weird because like I do have very vivid memories of racism in middle school mm-hmm. but I was still like oh yeah like this is this is normal it's okay it's not normal it's not okay but like I at the time like it's still hard for me to to see that as bullying because I was so used to it and because I made the same jokes too. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, this this is bullying. Like, this is not right. Like, calling people racist or like saying these racist comments like that. Um, and it's still like weird because you're in your 20s now and now you're looking back and like, oh shit, was that bullying? Were people bullying me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you were like, this is like straight up bullying to me. So to me, it's like, I was, I'm very self-aware that I'm like, I was part of the problem i guess with that what advice do you have for people who are in elementary school middle school and high school hang in there <laughs> that's my only advice um try to be a little bit nicer like in any way you think you're you're nice dig a little bit deeper um like we we all have like dwarfed self-perception um clearly i am an example of this yeah. But you you can make friends from all walks of life. You don't have to be friends or continue staying friends with your childhood friends. But you also don't have to wait until university to make friends. Like friends can happen at any time as long as you're open for it. And I think 
although this is kind of cheesy, I think you need to really open yourself up to the possibility of making friends. Like I, what changed for me in high school in comparison to all those years was like, I was determined to make good friends. And I was like determined to have people who would like, I don't know, be there for me always who like, I actually enjoyed talking to and everything rather than like just having people to hang out with like for lunch or something. And like, even though it took like a while to get to, I guess, Maggie, it was like still worth it. And I don't know if I would have gotten there if I, I wasn't determined to make friends and open That's myself up. But also we were like friends throughout high school. Please? And you just, <laughs> I need to send you more pictures. Um, I, we weren't cl- like, we were close in high school, but we weren't as close as we, we are we now. We slept in the same bed. Like how we, much closer do we need to get? I would just like to say that when I slept over at Maggie's house one day, like one day in, one day. in grade nine, she fell asleep before everyone else. And we didn't know where to get blankets and everything. We couldn't wake her up. So we had to use the couch cushions as blankets and freeze because she fell asleep before all of us and did not get us pillows or blankets. Hey, listen, this was our first time drinking. Also, for legal reasons, we are of age. (laughs) Yeah, this was not great. We were 18. No, we were 19 years old in grade nine. (laughs) We We weren't doing so hot in the grades department. Also, don't skip school if you can help it. You can always hang out with your friends after school. Yes, one hundred percent. Stay in school, kids. Do not do not drop out. Yeah. Also, if you're looking for any friends, like hit us up in our DMs. Like message us. Like we'll have you on the podcast or something. Um, we'll we'll hang out with you. We swear. I guess the other thing is that like marks aren't everything. Um, mm-hmm. They matter in eleven to twelve. If you want to get into like a university, which is like it's kind of shitty that you're evaluated your worth is evaluated under your marks but like any year before that like there's no need to like have anxiety over like checking your marks like I did like I had really bad mark anxiety and I still do because like I couldn't if I didn't know then I was okay but if I did know I was like I'd be upset about it right so like I just constantly did not look at my marks Matt always makes fun of me or made fun of me in like university because he's like, you had to have looked. There's no way that you didn't look. And I'm like, for real? Like, I I haven't looked for like three months because like, I don't want to know because once I know I'm going to be angry about it or something. Okay, now you just opened another like box inside me that I had so much great anxiety. (laughs) I cried so many times over marks. Yeah. So yes, great advice. Do not have, don't stress about marks. I know it'll be hard if you, if you have like, and upbringing like ours, yeah. Asian parents or any immigrant parents, really. Um, mm-hmm. But also, if you have high standards, too, I know it's very hard. But seriously, don't stress out. Um, chill. It's better to chill now than get to our age and stress out about this. Yeah. Like when you grow up, there's going to be so many other things that you sh- like are going to need to stress about. Like, Mark should not be one of them. Yeah. Like how many tears I wasted over grades? I cried over a B before or a C. I've cried over every single grade you can imagine. Well, um, there was a lot of things we touched up on here. Um, question for you guys. What advice do you guys have? Did you have similar childhoods to us? Did this resonate with you? Did it not? Do you have different advice? Drop it down in the comments for our elementary school listeners and middle <laughs> school listeners and high school listeners. And also stay tuned for part two of this where we talk about 
university and what that was like. Listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Follow us wherever you get your social media. Feel free to get the full effect on YouTube. Thanks for joining us today. Bye. Bye.